The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Welcome to The Daily Break. I'm Andrew Tallman. Here's what's happening today at Newsweek. From the, if you weren't already freaked out about all the things you can do wrong as a parent, this will make it even worse file. A new study from Australia that has been following children from the age of 7 and 15 back in 1985 has just published its findings after doing follow-up interviews with them at the ages of 39 to 50 in 2017 and 2019. And what did they find that's so horrifying? There seems to be a significant risk factor linking childhood obesity with mental decline and dementia later in life. The finding is based on more than 1,200 people tracked for over 30 years, And the short takeaway is that if kids are healthier when they're younger, they'll be more likely to maintain cognitive capabilities later. And then, of course, the expectation is that they will be able to ward off dementia even later after that. The study published in the Journal of Science and Medicine and Sport is the first of its kind. And it started in childhood, measuring levels of cardiorespiratory and muscular fitness and lower average waist to hip ratio, and compared that with the results in middle age, where the study participants underwent a series of computer tasks that challenged brain power. And what they found is that the adults with the better markers as children had better processing speed and attention as adults. They also had superior global cognitive function and overall ability to carry out everyday activities and chores. Now, we already know that fitness in adults is linked with better cognition and reduced risk of dementia later in life. And we know that children who develop muscular strength, cardiorespiratory fitness and endurance due to sport and activity generally have better health outcomes overall later in life. But this is the first study to really link childhood physical health with middle and later age cognitive function. And so the study authors are saying that the goal is get kids active early as a protective strategy against future cognitive decline. And the earlier, the better so that the brain can basically build up a sufficient reserve against developing these conditions if the person winds up being prone to it later. What I think is fascinating about all this is how many parents were waiting for the evidence to come in that maybe having healthier, active kids was going to be better for them later in life. It seems like parents probably fall into two categories. They either already know that it's better for kids to be active and they're doing what they can or they're just not really that concerned about it. Or I suppose the third category is they're concerned, but they're not sure how to make their kids eat better or have better physical activity. I just find it hard to believe that there are very many parents out there who yesterday with all of the concerns about childhood obesity and later health effects were indifferent to it all. And now suddenly this is going to tip over the scales to them wanting to have their kids be more active. I mean, speaking as a father of three and knowing a fair number of other parents, I think most parents are pretty much doing everything they can to do right by their kids and daily waging the war of just getting them to eat and take their eyes off the screens. But then again, maybe if this research persuades a few parents to do things a little bit more aggressively now with physical health for their kids, maybe that's not such a bad thing. (sighs) The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. 
Do you love movies? Great. Check one. Do you love romantic comedies? Great. Check two. Do you love specifically the kind of movies where the character undergoes a glow-up? Now, if you're not sure what a glow-up is, the Urban Dictionary calls it a mental, physical, and emotional transformation for the better, natural or planned, as well as gradual and permanent, fast or temporary. In other words, the characters go through this blossoming that totally transforms them in the movie. If that's you and you love those kind of movies, check three, I can make you $1,000. The Shane Company is looking for somebody to sit through 10 films all focusing on that glow-up project or what they call a memorable mental and physical makeover. What are the 10 movies? Pretty Woman, duh. The Devil Wears Prada, Miss Congeniality, My Fair Lady. You gotta throw a classic musical in there. All right, Eliza, say it again. They rhyme in spine, stays mainly in the plain. The rain in Spain stays mainly in the plain. Didn't I say that? No, Eliza, you didn't sigh that. You didn't even say that. Not to give too much away, but Pretty Woman and My Fair Lady are the same movie, just without the music and with the prostitution. The rest of the movies on the 10 list? Crazy Stupid Love, Mulan, Last Holiday, Can't Buy Me Love, My Big Fat Greek Wedding, and Moonstruck. As you can see, movies spanning the decades. So basically what you have to do is you have to apply for this job. You have to tell the Shane Company a strong personal growth or glow-up story of your own. And then you have to be able to watch all 10 of these movies within a month and fill out worksheets that track certain features of those movies while you're watching them. In addition to the $1,000 pay, you'll get a $50 Amazon gift card to rent all of the movies if you don't already have them. You have to be 18 years of age or older, U.S. citizen, and submit an application by July 29th. You can find the link in the Newsweek story about this topic. Now, I do have one quibble with all of this. There's no problem with the project. Okay, romance is good, and the Shane Company sells jewelry, and I get the connection. That's all fine. I just think it's kind of sexist. Men have glow-up movies, too. Radical personal transformations that turn us into better people and inspire us to do greater things. I'm thinking of Star Wars. What's better than a fledgling boy becoming a Jedi man who destroys the Death Star? Again, not to give too much away. Use the Force, Luke. Let go. I'm thinking of First Blood. I mean, Rambo became his better self. A man who's been trained to ignore pain. Ignore weather. To live off the land. To eat things and to make a billy goat puke. But it doesn't all have to be war violence. What about the Karate Kid? Wax on. Wax off. So maybe next time the Shane Company wants to do a promotion, maybe they can balance it out a little bit gender-wise. But if the Shane Company doesn't want men's money, maybe they need to watch the movies again. You work on commission, right? Uh, yes. Big mistake. Big. Huge. And finally, from the karma is sometimes really, really fast file, Republican Representative Lauren Boebert, who has become yet another voice of people on the right really, really like her, sometimes, people on the left really, really can't stand her, most of the time, was offering her perspective in response to President Biden on the topic of guns. And just for a little bit of context here, we all know that President Biden, when talking about guns, routinely makes really, really bad factual mistakes. But the claim he repeats regularly is the one that Representative Boebert was responding to. I support the Second Amendment. You have a right. But from the very beginning, the Second Amendment didn't say you can own any gun you want, as big as you want. You couldn't buy a cannon when, in fact, the Second Amendment passed. Now, that claim has been fact-checked and debunked on two grounds. Number one, there's no evidence that there was a restriction on cannons. Also, 
The Second Amendment says keep and bear. Cannons are not a bearable weapon. But that's beside the point. What did Lauren Boebert say in an effort to refute this claim? And of course, know your history because we do have old Joe opening up his mouth and saying things like the Second Amendment, whenever it was written, it what uh, you could not buy a cannon. Uh, but there were Gatling, there were Gatling guns, and um, that was a pretty high-powered machine, um, fully automatic, really. And uh, I think you could own a cannon too. As I say, she's right about owning a cannon. She's not right about owning a Gatling gun. The problem is that in the late 18th century, the most advanced firearm was the Puckle gun, a large tripod-mounted flintlock revolver that could fire. You ready for this? three times faster than a musket. They actually started calling that a machine gun. It wouldn't quite meet modern standards. Also, it was not widely available. There were two ever made. In contrast, the Gatling gun, which fires about a thousand times as fast as a musket, if powered externally, was not developed until the 1860s, roughly seven decades after the Second Amendment was ratified. Now, of course, her gaffe would be just another gaffe in a universe full of gun gaffes by various politicians on all sides, except that she prefaced it with, Know your history. Which makes it extra funny. And as the good book says, physician heal thyself. That's it for the Daily Break. Be sure to head over to Newsweek.com for these stories and more, including our growing podcast lineup. And consider subscribing to our digital and print editions of Newsweek if you haven't already. While you're here, hit the five-star review. I appreciate it. I'm Andrew Tallman. Thanks for listening to the Daily Break, brought to you by Newsweek. Newsweek.